Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. And now, it's time for the Scores Draft Special, featuring Gabe Ramirez and Mark Grody. Brought to you by Revolution Solar, proud partner of the Chicago Bears, on Sports Radio 670 The Score, and always live on the free Odyssey app. And we are live, broadcasting from the Score Hyundai Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. It is Gabe Ramirez. It is Mark Grody. And we are live in studio right now, ready to give you all the information on the Chicago Bears draft, who they've taken, what the scouts are saying, and what are the misses for these Chicago Bears. Uh, of course, in the second round, uh, Bears, <clears throat> excuse me, Bears uh, first pick, Javon Dexter, defensive tackle from Florida, was taken with the 53rd pick. And then the Bears traded up from the 61st to the 56th to take Tyreek Stevenson, a cornerback from Miami. In that draft, the Bears gave up the 61st pick and the first pick in the fifth round, which is the 136th pick to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And then in the third round, just kick everything off, Zach Pickens, defensive tackle from South Carolina, is making his way uh, to the Chicago Bears. Grody, initial thoughts uh, with these picks in terms of just positions. We don't even got to get into the actual guys themselves, but the positions, two defensive tackles, cornerback, I mean, what what do you think when you see that that's what's been added to this roster? Well, today, I figured today would be defensive day for the Bears with all the offensive work that they have done in free agency this year. And, well, I shouldn't say that because of the linebackers, but what they did with the first-round pick in Darnell Wright, you're like, okay. It's like a whole other half-hour conversation we yeah, have. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, okay, fine, you got the offensive line. I would have preferred that the Bears had gone defense, per our conversations. I wanted them to go defensive line. I wanted them to go somebody who could get to the quarterback. But you got your offensive lineman. And today, it looks like it looks like they are digging for three techniques. And I I know Javon Dexter can play it. Um, n- not as sure about Zach Pickens out of South Carolina. So I think that both of those guys are interesting. I mean, you're, you're starting to pile on at the position and that they need bodies on the defensive line. And it feels like that that's what they got today. And then the cornerback, uh, Tyreek Stevenson, out of Miami. And, hey, J- Jalen Johnson is a second-round pick as well. So that that's a guy who could come in and be a starting outside cornerback opposite of Jalen Johnson. So that guy could be a starter right away. The other defensive lineman, I don't know yet. I don't know where <laughs> they fit in. I could probably surmise that they're an upgrade over at least a couple of players Gotta on be. that defensive line already. To but to sit here and say I am positive 
that Jervon Dexter and Zach Pickens are going to be plug-and-play starters for the Bears. I cannot say that yet. <laughs> I, but when you look at the roster from last year, you're, yeah, maybe. Like, you're like, actually. <laughs> I think Angelo Blackson would, would uh, yeah. probably allow for his position be right to, to be taken over, I would imagine. Uh, so we're going to be hanging out with you guys till midnight. This is our uh, Friday night soiree. Grody and I are going to be hanging out with you guys, but we want to talk to you too. So the phone lines are open, and I think that you know this is an interactive show. We want to hear from you guys. We want to hear from you. We want to hear you know what you have to say about these draft picks. Who do you, who maybe you, you liked someone else in place of these guys? Would love to hear uh, your thoughts on that. Three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. And even if you know your hands might be tied, you might be at work, you might be doing something important, and you know you haven't had the opportunity to to look up who these guys are, where they come from, and maybe you might just have some questions about the guys that the Bears drafted. We'd love to answer those for you as well. Again, 312-644-6767. Now, a lot of guys, when I was doing uh, the Go Live on on the Odyssey app, a lot of people really wanted the Bears with that 64th pick uh, to take the D lineman from uh, Northwestern. At a Tom, oh, at a Tommy at a uh, at a I knew you were going to say that properly, and that's why I set it up that way because I was like, I know Grody got this. At, at it's a Tommy at a Barre. Pointless for me to try to do it. I just, I'll just repeat, I mean, you, repeat you. I thought that would be interesting too, but that, but but that is definitely geographical bias. I think. Yeah. When people are all pining for. Well, that's what I said, Groats, because I said, I said, listen, they were at the pro day. They have guys in their back pocket that they can talk to about these players. And if if they felt that strongly or if there was enough of an imprint left on them after all of that, they would have taken him. Yeah, so so yes. clearly there is something there. And to be fair, he still has yet to be drafted. Well, great point. And Edabare, the, the problem, if you want to call it a problem, I don't know if that's the right word. But at Northwestern, he did not play three technique for the most part. Right. He, he was... Edge guy. Now he's got the body and the makeup and the ability and the motor and all the things that one needs to be a three technique to be a successful three technique in the league. That's why we're talking about him as a three technique. But I think it was wise of the Bears to stay away from him. It feels like he's a man without like like he's going to need some work. I, I, I hesitate okay. to say project just because he's an explosive do you player. Feel, do you feel the same way about Peter Skaronsky as to why they didn't take him? Mm, I think that they probably... Not necessarily because he needed work, but is it no, too I, close for comfort? I, no, I think it's really simple with Skaronsky. I think it's been really simple with all evaluators. Some evaluators don't care that he has short arms. Some do. And I imagine that the Bears fell into the category of we don't want the, this short arm guy. Now, here's the other part of that. It's With taking Darnell Wright, I mean... We could all connect dots. Darnell Wright played 27 games, 27 starts at right tackle in his four years at Tennessee, 13 at left tackle, two at right guard. So, But just focus on the, yeah. the 27 starts at right tackle. It's pretty easy to line that up and say, yeah, ideally, you'd like him at right guard. And I actually asked Ryan Poles that question the other night. He said, straight up, is he your right guard? And he, he gave the old, he's got to earn it. But it sound, that, to me, that was a yes it yeah. was a, yeah, but he's got to earn it. And that's what Ryan Poles has to say. So right now, I'm rough drafting Darnell Wright at right tackle. And as I've, I think I've said this to you, that I, I weeks ago I decided that based on hearing Braxton Jones on the CHGO podcast with my guys over there, that it's that Braxton Jones ain't going anywhere. He's the starting left tackle. I've taken issue with that, but there's nothing anybody can do about it. I think Braxton Jones is going to at least get another shot at being the starting left tackle again this year. I love what uh, Lawrence Holmes said 
on NBC Sports when he was talking about the fact that, you know, he would have liked, instead of it just being handed to him, he would have liked there to have been some competition so that that way the loser of that goes to right tackle as opposed to saying, hey, Braxton, you're our left tackle, and we're just bringing in the right tackle to play that position. Interesting. Because to me, that makes sense. Yeah. That's, that's everything Ryan Poles has preached from when he got here. We are bringing in bodies, and we are creating competition. Well, that's what he – I mean, he said it again. We'll take the best five guys yeah. but on Groats, this offensive line. But, but Groats, here's the thing, right? I mean, now that you're in this position, you're a year into the job, now you have guys that you drafted. And we haven't, we, we haven't been able to judge Ryan Poles – on his love for guys that he's taken. And we're seeing it firsthand right now, a year in, where he's like, guys, why is everybody tripping? I got Braxton Jones. He's there. Why are we worried about it? It's like, no, that's those are things that GMs say when they love their guy. Instead of, like, when he first came in, I'm bringing in as many people as I could possibly bring in to create competition because that's what makes people better. Why isn't that the same sentiment? Or why? Sh- I don't know. I I just agreed with, with – uh, I agreed with Lawrence on that take – and I feel like no one should be handed, regardless if you were a starter last year or not, no one should be handed a position, especially on an offensive line that most people can agree on is not a great offensive line and needed to be upgraded. I would be shocked if if the Bears are taking on that same attitude. I think they have somebody penciled in. I mean, Braxton Jones is their left yes. tackle. If things if things go incredibly wrong, uh, then Larry Boren will be your right tackle. But Darnell Wright... Is I think he is the guy that they are tagging 100%. for that position, and then the the inside become. I mean, still interesting. I mean, we talked about this a million times. You know, who, who's the odd man out in all of this? Is it Lucas Patrick? Is it Cody White here? Is it Tevin Jenkins? Is it, it's not probably not going to be Dave Davis, but based on the the offensive signing success that Ryan Poles had with Lucas Patrick, which was not good. Right, he was kind of a zero last <laughs> year. You know, the is Nate Davis like did did. Do we trust him that Nate Davis is going to come in here and thrive on that offensive line? Probably. I mean, he's been—he's a guy that we've seen do it on the right side yeah. and right guard, so I'm pretty comfortable with him there. But it's still going to be interesting to see how it works itself out, and who knows what, what the Bears still do in this draft. There could be more offensive linemen coming, maybe a center. All right, so before we go to break, yeah. do you like the offensive line as it stands right now? Do I like it? Yeah. Like? Like. Like, I like it, yeah. yeah. Do I, I love it? No. I like, I like a lot of girls. Do I, I love them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like a lot. It just doesn't, it's not saying much. All right. Uh, we are going to get your thoughts as well. I appreciate everyone that's called in and is on hold. We are going to get to your calls right after the break. All we're doing is taking calls on the, on the other side. 312-644-6767. What do you think of this offensive line that the Bears have put together so far? And these three draft picks that the Bears have gotten in the second and third round. 312-644-6767. We're taking your calls after the break. It's Gabe and Grody all the way till midnight, giving you nothing but Bears coverage right here on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Let's get back to more of the scores. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Draft Special featuring Gabe Ramirez and Mark Grody. Brought to you by Revolution Solar. Proud partner of the Chicago Bears. Only on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Bears look like they're done for the day. Javon Dexter, Tyreek Stevenson, and Zach Pickens are your three new Chicago Bears. Gabe and Grody hanging out with you guys till midnight. Groats, what can you say about this guy, Javon Dexter, before we go to the phone lines? Big guy, 6'6", 313, and uh, Lance Zerline, our guy who is a regular on our On the Clock show, guy that I trust, writes this about him. Dexter is frequently slow off the snap, which tends to have a domino effect on both of his hands and positioning in a negative way. His size and traits help him to make plays even after being blocked early in the rep, but he will need to improve his hand usage as a pro. He's a limited pass rusher with below average quickness and rush skill, but can get there eventually if the play extends. (laughs) I don't like this. Dexter's physical profile might be hard for teams to ignore and he could become a more consistent performer in a 3-4 defense. And by the way, again, this is Lance Zerline, NFL.com. He had projected him for rounds three and four. So you could see that mm. Zerline, not as high on this particular player, Dravon Dexter, okay. the defensive tackle out of Florida, as maybe the Bears are and perhaps other GMs. I am the optimist, the ever, ever, always present optimist with the Chicago Bears team. So what I heard when you were talking was it's a big guy that can stuff up the middle, doesn't need to move anywhere, but you're not looking at him to rush the rush the quarterback. You're looking at him to be the run the run stopper, the gap uh filler right there. So to me, I like it. Six six three whatever is good enough for me. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you're talking uh, about a young guy coming from Florida, I'm I'm here for check that. Check right these there. things out too, because I think we need these. NFL ready frame with size to entice has two gapping qualities to build on. Able to stay square to the line and uh, mind his gap. Upper body twitch for sudden block sheds. Three more. Slides through gaps with upper body turn. Size and length help open protection edges. Easy transition from bull rush to swim as a rusher. That is Florida defensive tackle Javon Dexter. The Bears round two pick number 53 overall. Hey, the Chicago Bears rank 31st in run defense. So if you can have anyone that can be a presence in the middle, uh, it's going to help that team and improve that run defense. All right, let's go to the phone lines. We want to talk to you about your thoughts on the three new Chicago Bears. And 
maybe just thoughts on the draft in general and where this uh, Chicago Bears team is headed. Let's go out to the phones, 312-644-6767. Let's go to Ray in Orland Park. So, Ray, uh, what do you think about the pick so far? Gentlemen, thanks for having me. Um, I like day two a lot better than day one, I'll mm. tell you that. Oh, really? Now, I remember speaking, yes, well, I, I remember speaking to you guys earlier and saying I, I thought they should grab a tackle only if Jalen Carter wasn't there. And he was there. <laughs> and you traded him for essentially what you got for Robert Quinn. I mean, that, that's, that's not a good deal. I'm sorry. Um, and here's, here's, here's how I want to take away with it. Their offensive lineman that they got is, is going to be good, probably. He's going to be solid. But whoever schemes against an offensive lineman, unless it's like Joe Thomas or, or um, you know, Orlando Brown back in the day, you, you scheme against a guy who is a wrecker on defense and can change the whole game. Uh, your right tackle is not going to change the whole game. I'm sure, he's a nice piece, but you had a chance to get somebody who could be a wrecker, a force, someone who says, oh, we got to count for him. And teams need that. They had it with Erlacher. And teams had to account for him, and you had a chance to grab somebody like that. I wish he would have been picked ahead of time so we didn't have to talk about this, but I'm not happy with the Galen Carter situation, but really like their positional value in the second day. So that's cool. my thoughts, guys. Thanks, Thanks man. P- appreciate that. I agree with you in one regard. I- I'm on record, and I just said it you know, five minutes ago on the show, I wanted a defensive guy. I will also admit that as the Bears, as it was became clear that the Bears had a shot at Jalen Carter, I got excited. I wanted them to take Jalen Carter. But I can't get. I wasn't mad about Darnell Wright because this is a position of high need. He is by by some people's calculations, Brian Baldinger, one of the, the best right tackle in the draft. Some people think he's the best offensive lineman in the draft. That'll all shake itself out. So it was a reasonable pick. But I got you. I got you with what you're saying about Jalen Carter. Yeah, I mean, I feel the same way. Jalen Carter. I mean, listen, we we do not have to talk about what happened, because we all know what happened, right? And it'd be one thing if he was going to jail or up against some court case that he's going to be dealing with, like something like that, then I can understand. But you heard Ryan Poles, you know, mention the word character several times, and clearly they had a one-on-one with him, so they were able to see things from that meeting that kind of pushed them away from taking him. So, But I am like you, and I'm like Ray, and I'm like Danny Parkins, I felt like they should have took him anyway. Yeah, I just like I, I you did just too. do it. You know what I mean? You just do it. So, so I get that. But here's my thing with Darnell Wright. Um, it is it is that when you look at the picture that they put up on Chicago Bears Instagram page, and you look at his knees, he got two big ass like braces on those things. And another thing, they're like, oh well, he didn't allow a sack all last season. He was blocking for Hendon Hooker, who's essentially Justin Fields. The Detroit Lions, Hendon Hooker. The brand new quarterback for the Detroit Lions, Hendon Hooker. So, yeah, you had a mobile quarterback that was avoiding sacks. So, I, I feel like it's a skewed statistic that you might have to look a little deeper into. And I'm not hating on the pick. You know what I'm saying? I get it. We need an, we need an offensive tackle. Or, excuse me, we need an offensive lineman. It shores that up. I get it. You got to see what you got in Justin Fields. I've heard it a million times. I'm just telling you, when I look at this picture and I see these two big-ass braces on his knee, I'm just like, too, you know. I, I think I think that you're okay with those. Some of that stuff is can be preventative. I remember James. Maybe Dan, one. Yeah, <laughs> maybe one brace. I, I know. I know. Co- Co- Cody Whitehair plays with a brace. Yeah, look at him. Uh, 
<laughs> Look at him. Cody Whitehair's been a really we're good offensive we're lineman. Trying, we're trying to draft other people. Now, I, I know Cody Whitehair and off year last year, but that guy's a really good. Uh, James Daniels always wore those as well, and he Who's was fine, and he was yeah. he was really good. I thought it's still, I, that's still the one thing I don't understand that the Bears didn't bring back James Daniels. But whatever. I mean, you could throw the size thing out the window. I mean, that was the only thing I could surmise on James. Is he too big for yeah. this offensive line? But they want to pay him. Darnell Wright is a monster. I mean, no, because they wanted to go to the smaller, quicker offensive lineman. But Darnell Wright is huge. Here's some of my. Here's my theory on what happened with Jalen Carter. At least one possible okay, I like theory. This. I think that you're right. That of course Ryan Poles did the vetting along with Matt Eberflus and Ian Cunningham and whomever else was part of that interview process. And it's very well could be that they were just like, oh, not not real good. The workout was bad. But I also think that. I go back to the year 2015. The Bears signed a fellow by the name of Ray McDonald. You remember Ray McDonald yeah. to a one-year deal in March of 2015. Then he was released in May of 2015 from the Bears after being arrested on charges for domestic violence and child endangerment. This was all. This was stacked on top of already having had previous charges in sure. his life. He was a bad egg who the Bears took a chance on. George McCaskey even met with him. George mm. McCaskey. The, the owner met with him one-on-one before they signed him. I don't think that George McCaskey wants to get burned again. So my guess that. is that George McCaskey – I don't know this, but I would not be surprised if George McCaskey was in the room on that one or at least being – Well, Paul said that, right? Yeah. yeah. I, want, I want everybody to be in agreement. If we are going to take Jalen Carter, everyone has to be on the same page. So clearly there was someone in that space that was like, no. Right, and I think it could I don't want to deal and, with that. And I think, look, it's like – it, George McCaskey has been burned. So it, it at the very least, there was going to be heavy-duty vetting. And I'm not saying that George McCaskey said, no, no, no. I think he just said, look, I've had this experience yeah. in the past. I have been burned before. So please, if you want to draft this dude, you can. But you got to be 100% <laughs> sure that these, these issues, like if he's a bad player, he's a bad player. But if these issues occur and it's not out of a system yet, then I'm going to look like an idiot. Yeah, and we'll get a chance to talk about Jalen Carter a little bit more in depth. Uh, but, of course, uh, we're taking your phone calls right now, 312-644-6767. Gabe and Grody here till midnight. Let's go out to Sheik. Sheik, what's the word, man? How you feeling? How, how you doing, brother, first of all? Uh, I'm good. I'm good, fellas. It's, it's always a fancy to hear from you, Gabe, and you, Mark. Thanks. And I'm celebrating my Bearsdom. Bears. It's draft weekend. Bears. I know, you got, I, know you got a, I know you got a whiskey. What are you drinking? Uh, tonight I'm, I'm going cheap, but that's just because it's draft weekend. So I'm doing the Tullamore Dew. First of all, t- Tully is great. Oh, yeah? I love Tullamore Dew. Tullamore Dew. Irish whiskey, you know, Dew. a little sweeter than most, but I like it. So I'm, I'm, a, t- I'm a Tully well, guy. I, I chase it with Diet Dr. Pepper. So Diet you know, Dr. Pepper? I'm drinking, I'm drinking Diet Dr. Oh. Pepper right now. Look at that. Yeah. All right, so tell me what you think about this draft so far. You know, I, I, I actually am excited – you know, all my years here, we actually have a GM, Ryan Poles, that I actually believe in. I think he's calculated, and I, I trust his process. You know, I, I trust the fact that the Bears' ownership went out and got a real president to run the team business-wise. So, you know, 99% of the fans out there can act like, oh, this draft is this, this draft. You guys don't know anything until they line up in the fall. Trust the process. It's going to be okay. Wow, man. But we're allowed to be critical, though. You're a company guy, man. He wow. Is. Yeah. That well, is. You have to be, man. Okay. Misery, misery, you know, 40 years as a devout Bears fan of <laughs> yeah. that we're happy. You're stuck there, right? Exactly. I, I totally understand. Here's what I'll say. You know, when they showed the video of 
everyone making the phone call to Darnell Wright. It was shocking to see uh, Kevin Warren making that phone call as well. Because it's not like you saw Ted Phillips calling people back in the day. And then this year, you see Kevin Warren doing it. Yeah. Well, oh, damn, this is weird. Well, I, I asked Ryan Poles last night. I was like, towards the end, because this wasn't really a, you know, I was like. Wait, first of all, hold on. Let me stop you for a second. Yeah. This is why you, this is why our jobs could not switch. Because you say it so casually, like, I was, I asked Ryan Poles. Like, if I was talking to Ryan Poles, I'm like, bro, this is crazy. Well, Gabe, I guess this is the time You're a professional. where. I guess this is the time where I say I've been in and out of locker rooms and press yeah. conferences for 18 yeah, years yeah, now. Yeah, so. Yeah. That's, that's why you have your job. And I'm well, no, no, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. No, it's cool. And I, I, I actually don't take that kind of stuff for granted. But maybe in, when I talk, it's it's casually conversational. Yeah. So I asked Ryan um, yesterday. No, here's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more, so, Mark. I want to know. <laughs> so, so, Paul, so I asked him towards the end. I was like, how many people did get that telephone? And he did? And he's like, oh, yeah, we've that. got it. We can find what well, you guys find that. Like, I, I did ask that question. And I felt kind of embarrassed because he's looking at me and he's kind of smiling. Does that blow you away too? It is. Yeah. And he's like, we get this guy gets it, this guy gets it. Like, and then I was like, okay, okay. And he's like, he's like he kind of cut Like, I felt. Did Cunningham get it too? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, everybody got, everybody gets the phone. It was like, it reminded me of, like, you're talking to your relatives in another country yeah, yeah, or yeah. something like that. Talk to or, your grandmother right now. Right, right. You better right. talk to her. But mom, I'm playing video games. Talk to your grandmother right now. Christmas Day, everybody's getting to talk to Mrs. Mellinger. Yes, exactly. So, so yeah, so we'll we'll get that for you. You can hear my tremendous questions. And actually, too, you know, it, it was it, hopefully later on we can get into this. But Ryan Poles did answer questions about Braxton Jones, how he feels about him at left tackle, and it sounds like yeah. you know nothing. The old nothing is guaranteed, but we're pretty comfortable with him there. And then the same thing as we talked about earlier, Darrell Wright likely going to get the first shot to be the right tackle. We'll hear some of that later on too. Okay, uh, again, Bears making their three draft picks in the second and third round. Javon Dexter, defensive tackle from Florida. Tyreek Stevenson, cornerback. From Miami, who I love the tidbit that they mentioned on NFL Network, where they said he originally started at Georgia and then transferred over to Miami. So I thought that was kind of yeah. I, but weren't there some issues at Georgia? No, no, no. He oh. well, they I, I don't not I don't know. Okay, but they said that he played on the inside of Georgia and he wanted to pl- get some some reps on the outside. So that's why he ended up going to Miami. Okay, um, and then the third uh, player selected by the Bears in the third round, Zach Pickens. Defensive tackle from South Carolina. Uh, let's take one more call before we go to break. 312-644-6767. We got Cole in Highland, Indiana. So, Cole, you kind of feel like everybody else. It's a big crapshoot, but we're allowed to give our opinions on these draft picks, though. Uh, yeah, sure we are. Uh, I, You know, this is the first time I'm listening to you guys. You guys are pretty good so far. Pretty good. Okay. Everybody is entitled to their own opinion. Like Zach Pickens good? Or like Jalen Carter, good. Like which yeah. which one are we? <laughs> and how could we? How could yeah, we? Know. What would we have to do to eliminate the pretty part of good? How do we get to just because Mark we've got he's pretty? We've got <laughs> we've got two hours and forty five minutes to so pretty. How what could we do better on this program? Well, I would say that you know the the guys that they chose for the the guy they chose for the offensive line. It's you got to plug him in. And you got to hope to God that he's going to work. I mean, Paul <laughs> said he did all this out. He went out there and did this big workout and everything like that. It turned out good. Well, that's great. All fine and dandy. College one level, pro another level. Well, you could you ask gotta, uh, you could ask Gabe Karimi and Mark Colombo and Chris Williams that same question. Yes, first first round. And you remember all those guys, yeah, right? Pretty yeah. good. 
right? Yeah. Not yeah. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Those guys were pretty bad, as it turns out. That's you know? hilarious. Yeah. That's, that was great. Yeah, thank you. That, just, Somebody for that, just, just for that alone. <laughs> that was a riff, yo. We should go to good from that. It's okay. I I can take it, but I'm just telling you, it, it's a crapshoot. It really is. No, you're you're, you're absolutely right. Who, who they have, what they have to do is choose the ones they want to be on the the offensive line now, so they could start gelling. So. We get some wins. Yeah, cool. yeah, absolutely right. Do you think Darnell Wright is going to be a starter, the Bears' starting right tackle for the next three to five years, yes or no? Yes. Thank you. Same. Thank you for the call. Appreciate that, Cole. Thanks yeah, for good calling. Good stuff, in. man. Thank you, Cole. You will say this, right? With a guy like Darnell Wright, and I think these are the things that stood out not only to us as fans, but also Ryan Poles and his staff, is the fact that he played in the SEC, went up against some of the top talent in this year's NFL draft, and even these guys like Will Anderson, Jalen Carter, we're all saying that Darnell Wright was the toughest uh, offensive lineman that they went up against. So I mean, that, that says a lot. Oh, yeah, you know, in itself. I mean, for, for the Will for Anderson game. I mean, we're we're gonna we're gonna kill that. We're gonna beat that to death. That he was good against Will Anderson, and it already as has been. He made as Will Anderson look little. Well, and and Will Anderson also mentioned him straight up at the combine. Who, who were some of the guys? Darnell, that dude from Tennessee, that <laughs> badass, that big dude from t- that big dude. I don't want to ever have to deal with that guy again. So yeah, well, I think it's, it's pretty. There's not a lot to rip on with Darnell Wright proper. If you hated that they took an offensive lineman, fine. I want I want to hear from you. I I wanted a defensive guy, but I don't hate that they took an offensive guy. I conceded that the the needs are needs, and somewhere along the line, you needed a right tackle. But so far, and even with these picks today, with two defensive linemen, with Zach Pickens and uh, Javon Dexter. I don't know if they've gotten any better on their pass rush. Yeah, I don't know. That remains to be seen. What we'll do is we'll take a look at the offensive linemen that were taken around where Javon Dexter was taken and uh, Tyreek Stevenson and see if they're comparable. If Maybe if there would have been some sort of swap, what that would have looked like. We'll do that on the other side. And we'll also take your phone calls. 312-644-6767. What do you got to say about the Bears draft so far? What direction would you like them to go? In rounds four, five, and six uh, tomorrow, four through seven tomorrow. Uh, we'll take your calls after the break. It's Gabe and Grody here on 670 The Score. Go Bears! Yeah! Let's get back to more. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours. The energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Scores Draft Special featuring Gabe Ramirez and Mark Grody. Brought to you by Revolution Solar. Proud partner of the Chicago Bears. Only on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Bears finish up their draft picks in round two and three, taking Javon Dexter, defensive tackle from Florida, Tyreek Stevenson, cornerback from Miami, and, of course, Zach Pickens, another DT from South Carolina. Uh, We're going to be taking your calls, what you think of the Bears draft so far, and our own little insights. Uh, But, Grody, 
What can you tell us about Tyreek Stevenson? Of Miami, big cornerback, according to Lance Zerline of NFL.com, with the size and play strength to help match up with bigger receivers in the league. Stevenson is patient, but physical, impressed man, and has good recovery speed when he falls behind. He struggles as a pattern matcher in off-man and had issues with bursts in zones, so he might be scheme-dependent. Stevenson is talented when attacking the catch point and has the ball skills to make plays on the 50-50 throws, obviously with the size. He needs to become more consistent in run support, but has the physical attributes to become a starter in the press man scheme. I was like big cornerback, so oh, of course. I like that idea. Somebody yeah. that's actually six foot after yeah. the combine. Yeah. That's a good that's a good look. And he's 198 pounds. A lot of guys lost height during yeah. the, it's a really tough thing that American football players it's go through. They lose height. Epidemic. Yeah, it is an <laughs> at epidemic. The, at the yes. combine. Yes. Uh but I will say this. I watched some, you know, of course, this is what we do after the draft. You go obsess over, you know, highlight reels and go Google him on, on YouTube. And and he, he it seemed as though he was a ball hawk where he was not afraid to leave his coverage to then disrupt a play somewhere else. On the field, that's one thing that stood out for me. Obviously, it was his highlight reel, but if he's capable of doing it, you know, multiple times, then that means that that's obviously in his skill set. So uh, let's go to the phone lines, though. Talk to you guys. Talk to you. What do you think about the Bears' draft pick so far? Uh, let's go to Ben out in Naperville. Ben, so with the as my my guy Mark Grody does, and it actually gets me excited every time he says, "With the number nine pick in the draft, who did you want the Bears to take?" Definitely Jalen Carter. Can you hear me? Of course. Yeah, definitely Jalen Carter. Man, I got. I'm kind of a little bit upset because, like, All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, Ben, Ben, hold on. Let me say this first. Don't curse because I can see you're that upset. No, I can not, feel not, it. Not, I feel I'm like you're that upset. Curse. Okay, okay, okay. I, I feel like they're making this kid out to be Aaron Hernandez or somebody mm. like that. Like, you know, he, you know, it was a celebration that he made that one bad mistake in his life. Like, if this never happened. He probably would have been like the number two or three pick overall. And then we gave him to the Eagles. That's a team that at some point we probably are going to have to beat, right? And they were they gladly took him. You know, if the Bears want to compete for a Super Bowl, they're probably going to have to beat the Eagles. They're, they're like a very young team. They're very good. And we gave them basically the best player in the draft. And I just totally disagree with it, man. It, you know, they said all. Oh, they got the infrastructure and the players. Like, what do we have a coaching staff for if we can't keep this? If we can't like keep this guy in check, I don't know, man. It's a great I point. Like, go ahead. I was gonna, no, Ben. I was going to say it's a great point because you know, one, you do essentially gift him to the Philadelphia Eagles. You do understand what kind of talent he is. It's just unfortunate that you know everything else had happened. My big thing with with uh, with Jalen Carter, and I've said this before, like. You know how many times I got locked up before I was 17? And if people, How many? Well, I can go ahead and count. So I got my first time getting locked up was in seventh grade for stealing. Jesus, man. From a mall. I I, I stole it. I stole and didn't get Eighth, arrested, luckily. Well, we know why. And then <laughs> Mark Grody oh, came from here. Oh, he's just a white guy at Itasca. He's going <laughs> to hey, be fine. You said that. I did. <laughs> I did it. Um, got, got locked up again in eighth grade. Got locked, locked up again my junior year at Lane Tech. And that's when I actually ended up going to county. And I just, you know, I, I started thinking to myself, like, if anybody would have gave up on me, you know, at that point in time, right? Like, So that's why I always have more grace for a guy like Jalen Carter because— Great from I, your experience, I man. do that's understand good. what that's like to, yeah. to be like—to be 
Because remember, he's never been in that position prior to that moment, right? And then when you finally get to that moment and you are being arrested or you are, you know, hand, being handed that misdemeanor, it is affecting your livelihood. You know, when I got locked up, there was, I'll never forget. So, yeah, we can go, we can go down this path. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say I'd like to do this show another time. Yeah. Uh, but I want to hear the, the, the yeah. Cliff's Notes version right and, now. And, 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 and essentially what, what happened was, you know, I, I, I was being given a job uh, as, a, as a bank manager. Okay. And then you once they money. did the once yeah. they did the background check on me, you know, they realized what I had done and then the, the, uh, the job got taken from me, oh, right? Oh, that's rough. So so I, I think in, in these moments I think back to that and I say to myself, like, but I'm, I'm I wasn't the same person, right? You you realize that you're not that. And then so the hope is that Jalen Carter has that same mindset where he's saying to himself, like, Hey, yeah, I went through that, but that's not me. And now I'm being given the opportunity to prove everyone wrong. And I'm going to do just that. And so so I agree with Ben. I agree with a lot of people that have thought that about Jalen Carter. But you know what? It's water under the bridge. He's no longer you know, a mm-hmm. member of the Chicago Bears. Right. Darnell Wright is here. And we can't live in that space. We just have to you know, champion and, and really just celebrate the guys that we have and hope that they can truly contribute to the success of Justin Fields because that's ultimately what we want uh, as, as Chicago Bears fans. couple of interesting little tidbits about some of the draftees from today, and this is from our guy Chris Emma of The Score, who hopefully we'll get a chance to hopefully. talk to later on. He's at Hallis Hall, but he is at the mercy of you know doing Zooms out there, and Ryan Poles will be talking to them. So hopefully it'll work out, and Emma can give us his insights. But he did say this, new Bears defensive lineman Jerron Dexter Sr., Converted from basketball to football after his physicality on the court led to following out too often. I can see that. Quote, quote, I gave football a try and it just came natural to me and I've just been going since. Close quote. And again, that is your new second round defensive lineman, Jervon Dexter Sr., who maybe can be a three technique. One other thing, also new Bears defensive lineman, Zach Pickens, who was a round three pick out of South Carolina for the Bears just a short while ago. Quote, I'm ready to learn and grow. I still haven't reached my potential yet. I'm ready to learn from everybody in the organization. Okay. And that's saying the right thing, Gabe. That is. That I, I want to learn. Right out of the book. So then it, it leads me to my question. And this is what I was going to ask you coming out of the break uh, before we take some more phone calls here. Do you think, Groats, that Ryan Poles is drafting for this season or for the future? Both. Both. Isn't both? the? the I know both is usually a sucky answer, but it's got to be both. I mean, he's still got some big-time draft picks already lined up for next year with the Two trade first round. Yeah, yeah, so come nasty. on, come on. We're so, going to be the Eagles next year. Yeah, so no, of course he's he's got an eye on next year. I don't think that Ryan Poles, Ryan Poles has been has allowed other people to say the truth about his team. The Bears were tanking last year. He wasn't <laughs> going to say it, but he allowed everybody else around him to say it and think it and know it because Ryan Poles is not an idiot and he doesn't treat us like like idiots. Yeah. So uh, this is a rebuild the Bears are in the midst of, so of course they're still thinking about next year. And I also think that, you know, with with you know stacking some defensive linemen, the, the one of these you know, Jervon Dexter and Zach Pickens may be very good, but there is also the the process of just getting bodies out there, getting yeah. quantity, and hopefully you find some quality amongst it. Young, talented bodies that can't help. And yes. the reality is if one of the two hits it's a success. Then we're good. We're then you're good, good to go yeah, if, if yeah. one of them is great. Yep. All right, let's continue to take some phone calls. It's Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody hanging out with you guys until midnight, talking about these new Chicago Bears uh, that were just drafted. Uh, let's go out to Aaron in Bloomington, Illinois. So you feel as though 
uh, Ryan Poles, like like many, and Ryan Poles himself, that he made the right choice on Carter, huh? Yes, I do. I just think uh, Carter, I don't mind the legal stuff that's happened and the racing, whatever, but I think that put a spotlight on the other issues that he doesn't play every now. Right. That that's that's you know what, and thanks for the call, man, but that's that's very loud right there. Uh, that is such a good point. I was thinking about that a little bit earlier, that this that maybe for NFL people God, I hate saying this, but a blessing in disguise that there were some warning signs and obviously a misdemeanor aggressive driving uh, that maybe there was some real stuff. Because honestly, Gabe, how does he fall that far still yeah. with in this draft? That that it obviously, I think that other teams were onto it. The Philadelphia Eagles are in a position to roll the dice on but that. What, but what a bold statement to say. Yeah, you took off plays in college, but now that you're a professional and getting paid for it, you're going to do the same thing in the NFL ranks. To me, that's like, I, I don't connect that dot for me personally. I'm like, I just think that when you go play in the NFL, you, you're, you're wired to be great. Yeah. Well, and, and so, so it's, it's, again, it's not like you're on Georgia playing on some amazing defense where you can loaf here and there because there's other guys that could, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're playing in the NFL, you're getting paid. This is how your, your family's living. This is how your kids are living. Like, this is how you're making money for the rest of your life. This is no longer some fun game you're playing at, in college. This is real deal, holy field stuff. And I just, I don't know, it just seems so odd to me that you're like, yeah, you know what? He, he took off some plays in Georgia. So, yeah, he's going to do the same thing in the NFL. They said that about Julius Peppers. Well, they said you know Julius Peppers occasionally did take. Plays I'll take off the Julius did. Peppers though. Exactly. Like that's a, that, that's terrible. <laughs> of course. What do you tell me, Warren Sapp? I'll take a Warren Sapp. Take a playoff. I don't care. Well, bring your weed. We're good. Bring <laughs> it le- all. It's legal in Chicago. <laughs> damn it. Oh yeah, it's legal in a lot of places. Let I me tell you. I get uh, it, man. I get it. Uh, I do get it though. Right? Like I get the I get the 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 biggest thing is do you love football? To me, that's the one. Well, not, not that you take off a play here and there. It's it's do you love see, football? See, I think that came into that, question, dude. That came into question. Fair. Yeah. I think that's fair. To me, that's a good debate to have. Do you love football? Because if you don't, fair. then you're no longer reaching your potential. It's not about taking a playoff here and there. It's, it's about do you love this? Or, or are you – I just saw this. It was a, a nice little graph that restaurateurs use, and, and, and the, it had these quadrants. Can, can't, will, and won't. And a guy that can – but won't is who you're describing in Jalen Carter if you're saying he doesn't love football. Mm-hmm. A guy that can perform at a high level, but won't because he don't love football. Now, that I understand. But I think, you know, if you can turn him into a guy that can and will, now you got to – now it's worth it at number nine to take him. <laughs> but, he wakes up in year three of his contract and goes, oh, my God, I love football. I can and I will. <laughs> I, I've got to get out there. And – that's it. That's so great. All right, Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody. Uh, let's take some more calls. Let's go out to Greg in Joliet. And this is a, a very interesting question, Greg, because I think now that Ryan Poles has addressed the offensive line in the first round, it now leads to questions about those that have played on the offensive line last year. Who in particular are you are you thinking of uh, with, with this new draft pick? Well, my, my uh, thanks for taking my call. I, I'm just wondering, like, uh, we didn't want Jalen Carter. We know for a fact that he was not going to be part of our philosophy as a group. That that was made obvious. Um, I'm wondering what happens to Tevin Jenkins. Does he go to left guard? Does he go to where does he fit into the whole scheme? 
Um, uh, it, it just uh, it makes me wonder where 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 Tevin Jenkins fits in. The most logical answer is that he would be the left guard, and I only say that because. Nate Davis, when they signed him, has the most experience at right guard. Yeah. But uh, Tevin Jenkins was really good at that position last year. So do you really want to mess with him? But I think that that's probably what's going to happen. But there's so much that has to be sorted out completely on the inside. And those questions will start to work themselves out during OTAs and mini camps and all that stuff. Grody, you've obviously been around Tevin. You've talked to people that – Obviously, are coaching him, and do you think he's the type of player that would you know welcome something like that easily, like where it's not an issue? Where he's like, "Yeah, bro, whatever, put me wherever you want, and I'm gonna be fine." Or do you think he's gonna be like, "Man, I did really well at right guard, and I want to stay there"? I think after what he went through last year, that as Joe Madden would say, that calloused him. Was that a Joe Madden? No, no, it was a Matt Nagy thing. <laughs> see, 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 been doing this a long time. I get my coaches conflated like that. Um, you know, so he he was. It's pretty obvious that. You know, if if uh, who who are we talking about again? The, Tevin Jenkins. Tevin Jenkins. God, I just, As I just had, whether or my not brain just went. Off. He'd be open and willing to move oh, to left guard, or if he'd fight a little to stay stay at right guard, or maybe you know want to be like, hey, well, I want to compete. I, I I think after what he went through last year, that again, he he was hardened, and I think he would be whatever. What you know, I, That's think, what he, I think I think he would be down, especially on the inside. Right there, I think that he would love it if they were to give him another shot at playing tackle. Mm. But I think those days are over, and those thoughts had come up with some people. I thought that in my head, but I do think that Tevin Jenkins would. Of course, he's going to say he's amenable to moving over to left guard, but I also think he would be okay with it. It'd be really interesting to see, though, <laughs> when Tevin Jenkins's time is up with the Chicago Bears, and that'll be in two years in a four-year rookie contract with a potential option. I'd be fascinated to see because that's what we'll find out. Do the Bears really like Tevin Jenkins or not? And does Tevin Jenkins like the Bears yeah. and what he was taking out of his position? Yeah. That's going to be interesting. Who 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 will want to part ways with the other more? And I don't really know now, but I'm going to try to find that out. I love it. I think that's a great one. And hopefully he could continue to play at a high level so that that way, you know, those will be moot points and he could just stay here and the Bears can open up the checkbook. Uh, to keep him on the offensive line. Let's take a couple more calls before we go to break. Let's go to Nick out in Arlington Heights. So when you say the Bears have finally made the right pick, are you talking about the defenders that they're taking in round two or three, or are you still talking about round one? Well, I I think the Bears are addressing the offensive line for the first time in recent memory. Um, I remember the last first-round draft pick the Bears had they, they took Howie Long's kid. Remember what a great offensive Kyle. line he yeah. was. But the Bears are seem to be a team that puts the horse before the cart. You know, uh, you can't have a they draft any skill position players without offensive linemen. And I hope they even pick up another couple of them in their next couple of picks today, because I think that. You don't want a quarterback to run for a thousand yards a game. You know? <laughs> You're right about that, and you know yeah. what? Neither does Justin Fields. Neither does right. Justin Fields. Yep. I, I, we haven't found out yet whether or not he's a passing quarterback, right? We don't know that. No, you're absolutely right, and that that is what I think the Bears are doing this year. It gives us all a better, a fairer evaluation of Justin Fields because now you have DJ Moore. Now uh, you yeah. have your right tackle. 
You're starting right. to put the pieces together for Justin Fields and eliminate some of the excuses. Thanks for the call, Nick. I, I do I do understand that. But then is it a detriment to the team if you're you're drafting guys and again, I'm not not trying to go down the Jalen Carter thing. I'm just talking about the draft as a whole. When you're drafting guys to figure out what you have as opposed to making your team better. And that's why I posed the question earlier. Do you think he's drafting for, you know, the present or for the future? Because when you're looking at the NFC North, to be very fair, it's open, right? And so it's opened up. That's it's opened for up. Sure. Yeah. So for me, if I'm a GM, what a tough position to be in to say to yourself, do I try to draft guys that can help me win right now and make a difference? Or am I trying to round out my team knowing that I'm building for the it's a tough position? That's why he's the GM. Speaking of the division, how surprised were you last night? I think you know where I'm going with this. When the Detroit Lions, <laughs> yeah, who signed David Montgomery, drafted a running back. Now, now you and I, Groats, had many a conversation about Jameer Gibbs, and I told you how high I was on Jameer Gibbs. So you're not surprised that they took him at 12. I understood the logic that the GM had, which, which was, was we had we had Jameer Gibbs as the best player available, okay. and so we are taking. He wow, goes, they really stuck to best player available. And that and that's what he said. He said, We're trying to get guys that can help us win games. Interesting. Okay. And that's how we that's what we felt about Jameer Gibbs. He can help this team. He's dynamic. That is truthful, best player available. I kind of like it actually and so in I, that regard. I understood it from that sense. Okay. Now that cleared that, it up a little bit. Yeah. And then now obviously the Campbell pick was was head scratching just because Jack Campbell. <laughs> because people were like, uh, you could have definitely had him in the second round. So you could have they, they wouldn't okay, here's perfect perfect. Wouldn't they have looked way better looking like the Tennessee Titans who had a Peter Skaronsky in the first mm. round passing on a Will Levis and then mm. moving up to get Will Levis in the second round? Like, the GM of the Titans looks like a damn genius. Yeah. Oh, God. Right? So, so if had they done something like that, you know, with the 34th pick in the draft, I'm almost guaranteeing that Jameer Gibbs is still right there. Probably. Probably. So, so, this- so, so then so going to the first round and looking where you took Jameer Gibbs at there – and you're saying to yourself, okay, you could have had a Broderick Jones to, to block for someone or a Lucas, Lucas Van Ness if you like your Iowa guys. You could have you know, had somebody there. You could have had a Christian Gonzalez, a DB. The, the, the Lions had the worst defense in the NFL last year. Yep. Gave it the most yards. That, that is, yes. So the fact that you don't address defense in your first-round pick, trying to operate as if Jameer Gibbs was there, and even if he wasn't, move up. You got plenty of picks. You could move to the 29th, something like that. But – so those were the head scratching moments to me again. Uh, and, and I'm that's, not an idiot. <laughs> I don't know. That's those remains, remains to be seen there. All right, we got a break, uh, but we are going to take do more it. calls. Okay, three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. Everyone that's on hold, we're going to get to you on the other side. It's Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody, of course, Bears making their uh, picks in round two and three. We'll talk a little bit more about those draft picks and what your thoughts are on the newest members of the Chicago Bears. It's Gabe and Grody right here. On Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Let's get back to more of The Score's draft special featuring Gabe Ramirez and Mark Grody. Brought to you by Revolution Solar, proud partner of the Chicago Bears. Only on Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Shout out to everybody that is listening on the Odyssey app. We are on there. Make sure you guys check us out. Of course, the Bears finish up round two and three, taking Javon Dexter, defensive tackle from Florida, Tyreek Stevenson, cornerback from Miami, and then Zach Pickens, defensive tackle from South Carolina. Groats, 
What you got on Zach Pickens? Let me tell you all about Zach Pickens. And again, this is from uh, our guy, Zach Zerline, a, a frequent guest on our On the Clock show leading up to the draft this year. And here is uh, the overview of the South Carolina defensive tackle. Athletic interior defender with experience and length as a gap control tackle, but the quickness and play traits that might be better suited to attacking upfield. Pickens has a disruptive first step that creates advantages for him as both a run defender and a pass rusher. He plays with harmonious hands. That's so good. And feet to elude blockers off play or or play off of them. But he is likely to get moved around by NFL drive blockers. Pickens has the ability to play both tackle spots and uh, in a one-gapping front that has a rotational value with the potential to see starters reps. Okay. Potential to see starters. So, again, this goes, as we were talking about earlier, you get a bunch of guys. You get a bunch of bodies and hope that maybe uh, you know one or two of these guys hits and is starting and is a part of your your defensive line. But also remember, too, that there is a rotation on the defensive line. So if right. you could at least, if these guys could break into the rotation, that would be nice as well. Is harmo- harmonious hands like jazz fingers? It's a great question. Yeah. <laughs> a little trumpet, a little Miles Davis thing kidding. going on. Let's go to the jazz phone hands. lines. Let's go to, no, no, no. Let's go to Dan and Dick. Uh, I don't want to know. I don't want to talk about Jalen Carter anymore. Oh my God! Are you? Editing? I don't want to talk about. Jaylen. Are you censoring the callers right now? Yes, is that what's that's going exactly. On? That's the beauty. Yeah, we'll of we'll return screeners. to. We've done already yeah. about what thirteen minutes of the show yeah. on Jalen Carter. Let's go to Zach in Northern Park, and and maybe uh, Tyler, you can talk to some of the Jalen Carter people and have them actually ask questions. Wow, about I've the, never uh, seen you this domineering. What's going on over there? Well, man? it's, it's nine forty-five. We could do whatever we want. It's the power. That's very really true. <laughs> the party starts at ten, right? Yeah, the exactly. actual party. Yeah. All right, Zach. Uh, so who do you think the Bears should take in? Because obviously they still have some more picks. Uh, the next one coming in round four, uh, pick 103 for the Chicago Bears. Uh, what direction do you think they should go in? You know, honestly, I, I, I haven't heard a ton about it. And I've you know read a lot trying to see kind of which way people think that the Bears might go. But I really do think there should be some attention, I think, directed over to wide receiver right now. To go into this year thinking that you're set with DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney, fantastic. I think they're two really good players. But I don't think Chase Claypool or the rest of the cast behind them is really going to put you in a really solid position. I think it might be worth it to look at a guy like, uh, I, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Is it like Kayshawn Boots or Boutte, whatever? Yeah. Uh, he guy was supposed to be in you know, like a first-round draft pick coming, you know, up and coming, uh, and then broke his ankle or whatever he did to his ankle, and ever since then has, quote, never been the same. I'm not sure how much I buy that. I think maybe it probably has to do with him believing in his, you know, reconstructed ankle or whatever. But uh, I don't – I just from my standpoint, I don't feel comfortable with the wide receiver position right now, and I don't think that people are really – I mean, we're all kind of – you know, like you, like you guys have just mentioned before, caught up on this Jalen Carter thing, and for good reason, right? The guy is projects potentially as a three technique and a four three, uh, one of uh, you know two positions that drives a defense like that besides will, and you know three you know three technique and will. Uh, but we need to spend a little bit more time, I think, uh, you know, potentially seeking out a wide receiver here. And I, I don't think that, you know, where they're at in the draft right now, especially with the strength of this class, that they're going to end up with a guy that turns into a, you know, 
Stefan, you know, I mean, we, yeah, I don't think, yeah, I think that. you're right at this they point. Kind of landed, you know, yeah. And thanks you know for the I mean? call. Thanks for the call, man. I think, yeah, the, you know, I'm I'm about. It. We had this conversation was it yesterday. Let's yeah, be it was, greedy. It was yeah, yeah. It's like the to the idea that Bears fans would just all of a sudden, yeah, oh, we we're set at receiver. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> insane to me. Oh yeah, after all of these years, we're good. We're good with with Darnell Mooney and Chase Claypool and DJ Moore and Equinemia St. Brown and throw Cole Komet in there as a receiving tight end. I think that that, like, think about it. Like, yeah. you are a longtime Bears fan and you are sitting there and you are saying to yourself, we're set at wide receiver. <laughs> think about how insane that is. But how about the run on receivers yesterday from 20 I said it. to 24? I said it. I, I was just talking about this and, and we can live in this space for a second. Yeah, let's do it. Where I said, you know, the 30 second pick, which would have been used on a wide receiver, and that was the whole purpose of it, right? Getting Chase Claypool, and obviously everyone's down on that. Joey Porter Jr., awesome cornerback, but the Bears would have, if they did not have Chase Claypool, they would have tried to go after a a wide receiver in that position. But I I said it. It's a top-heavy wide receiver group, and there's going to be a run. I said it to anybody listen. There's going to be a run on wide receivers, and that is exactly what happened at the latter half of the first round. And when you're looking at who's left over, I mean, listen, you know, when you're looking at who, who who had been taken, Jonathan Mingo taken 39th by the Carolina Panthers. Mm, I'd rather have Chase Claypool, right? Uh, when you're looking at Jaden Reed, a lot of people were high on him from Michigan State. Rather have Chase Claypool. And if you're looking at Rasheed Rice from SMU, who Kansas City traded up to get, I'd rather have Chase Claypool than, than those guys. Now there's some other wide receivers that have been taken or that were taken in the third round who I probably would have liked over. Um, a Chase Claypool, like a Jalen Hyatt, Cedric Tillman. Love Jalen Hyatt. Love Jalen Hyatt. It's like you get seduced by his speed, though. And I even a Josh Downs. Like, those guys, I, I was big on those guys. But Cedric Cedric Tillman, a bigger body guy. But again, I mean, it's, 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 we knew that there was going to be a run on wide receivers, which was your point, Grody. Yeah, number 20, Seattle took Jackson Smith and Jigba from Ohio State at 21. The Chargers went with Quinson Johnston. Give him his T from TCU. Mm-hmm. Number 22, the Ravens took Zay Flowers. Zed's dead. Uh, and number 24, the Vikings took wide receiver Jordan Addison. So Jordan Addison, that, that man, if Jordan Addison is good, putting that, that duo up in Minnesota – with Jefferson, he's going to be really good. Oh my god! I mean, Jefferson's already a one-man show, getting open and not needing really any kind of help. But if Jordan Addison happens to be good, that's trouble. He's trying to be their newest Adam Thielen. So yeah, that, that's essentially right. what they want, right sure, there. But, sure, but to, to to Dan's point, it was you know essentially that the Bears can't. The Bears have to be greedy, and you know what, Grody, you put that in my mind some months ago. That we have to be greedy as fans, we have to be greedy as an organization, and if if we are trying to, like most people are saying, figure out what we have in Justin Fields, I think that also includes the wide receiver position, so that we can see him distribute the ball, be protected, and put points on the board, and that's ultimately what we want as Bears. Greed is good (laughs) in sports. Like, yeah, you should always want more for your team. And if you are a Bears fan. Stop saying there's enough off. I don't want to ever hear that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I've been dealing with this. I've been alive longer than everybody on the show here right now. But so we were talking about this where I was like, but Grody, what are we going to do? Go five wide like Matt Nagy? Yeah. I was like, yeah. (laughs) I was like, if you could run it right, that'd be pretty cool. Don't, don't have the, you've got, again, you've got Matt Nagy trauma. 
or various Mark Helfridge and Bill Lazor and John Filippo trauma. And yeah. I want to try to get that out of you because you know you're better than that, Gabe. You're, right. you're a real-ass fan who knows the Bears need more wide receivers. You're absolutely right. All right, we need more phone calls, too. All right, 312-644-6767. Uh, we're going to take more of your phone calls. What do you think of the latest draft picks by the Chicago Bears? Did you like the two defensive tackles that have been taken? Do Did you like uh, the cornerback from Miami, Tyreek Stevenson? What do you think about the draft picks, and what direction do you think the Bears need to go in for rounds four through seven? We'll take your calls after the break. It's Gabe. It's Grody. It's Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 